Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to Reignite My Heart Podcast, the show that we talk about life's problems that may break or terror hall support. On Reconnect My Heart, we discuss God's answers to life's problems to reconnect our hearts back to the way He originally made us. I'm your host, Brother Pete. I'm so glad you're able to join us. If you have any questions, comments, if you just want to listen to the show, feel free to call me at 516-453-9118. That's 516-453-9118. Or you can go to our chat room, which is available right now on our website at blogtalkradio.com forward slash reconnect my heart. You can send your prayer requests or your comments or suggestions. Also, for those who may want to see the video version of Reconnect My Heart, you can go to reconnectmyheart.com. And I thank each and every one who are tuning in at this time. I hope to pray that you all had a successful Sunday, 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 fun day. Um, today, what I want to do, I want to um, normally when it comes down to two particular holidays, Mother's Day and Father's Day, I like to um, really just acknowledge certain groups of uh those roles and so by this month we're celebrating Father's Day Father's Day which will be on the third Sunday which is next Sunday um, for today it was on my heart to really speak about a particular type of fathers today 
I really want to talk about stepfathers. I want to talk about stepfathers. Uh, today's title is entitled Filling the Daddy's Role, a tribute to stepfathers or who I would like to call step-up fathers. A lot of times stepfathers, they really don't get the recognition that they deserve. Now, uh, throughout time, stepfathers had been known to be mean. I mean I'll just say it like this. The step-parents, I'll say it like that. The step-parents, we've made jokes throughout the years when it came down to step-parents, regardless if it was a stepmother or a stepfather. And, you know, um, those that don't know me, I'm a 70s kid. I was born in 72. And I remember growing up just watching the TV shows where uh, the stepfathers were ran over. They they were nonchalant. They didn't care. They didn't care about the child. They just cared about the mama. They didn't care about the child because it was not their, quote-unquote, biological child. But we live in a day and time now where... The stepfathers are stepping up far beyond the biological fathers. There's a lot of step-up fathers that are there that are filling the roles. The step-up father are the ones that are going to the games for the children. They're teaching their boys how to ride a bike. They're teaching their boys, yes, their boys, even though they're not their biological boys, but they're not related by blood, but related by love. That step-up father is there to wipe the tears of that little girl that they're help raising and grooming because she's crying that her father is not coming to see her. She's crying because her biological father don't acknowledge her. There was an old song, matter of fact, um, Shaquille O'Neal once uh, made a song that said because my biological didn't bother. But he played he played honor and tribute to his stepfather. It's a lot of people now, when you look at it, there's a lot of people, true enough, their biological father was not around, but someone fill in the gap to take that position to help raise and groom that person. And so I just wanted to just allow this episode that we just Give honor where honor is due. Give them their flowers while they while they can yet smell it. And that's that biological father. You know, you know, growing up, I would always see on TV, I would always see the stepfathers. You know, um, they didn't care. Some of them, like I said, it wasn't all of them, but like I said, the majority of them, you know, it's like, it was just a bad cloud. And unfortunately, we really didn't understand what that biological father went through. And like I said, that biological father is also, when we look at it, we could talk about, like I said, the biological, excuse me, the, um, the, step, the stepfather, and we talk about the stepmother. Like I said, the stepparent is that parent that a lot of times they have received the the slander, the mud being thrown at them. Sometimes, you know, um, the child will blame the step-parent for not, because of their biological parents are not together. I just say it that way. You know, 
one of the things we, you know, just have to be real with, sometimes the the children, the children sometimes could be in too much of the adult business. Sometimes they can hear things. Sometimes they assume things. Children assume things. You know, children ain't dumb. You know, sometimes it may not be something that is, quote-unquote, what is right in front of them, but sometimes the parents may even say something, you know, deliberate to try to bring a wedge between the biological child and the parent because of uh, hurt, because of um, uh, jealousy. And so all of a sudden, you have the child right in the middle, but because of the parent may have an ought against the father or the mother. One thing leads to another. You know, when when the father end up going on with his life, what happened, the one that he end up being with that may potentially be that stepmother, oh, she catching all type of crap. And so, like I said, this is just from what I've seen. And also, just being transparent, I know when, when um. I was young, my parents got a divorce, and um, I believe I was, might have been maybe 13 or 14 or something like that. <clears throat> and then eventually when uh, we ended up having a stepmother, you know, you know, it actually took my sister. My sister was the one that um, got a chance to stay with my dad and stay with my, at the time, stepmother and stuff, and, you know, um, Sheila, was, uh, my sister Sheila was always the one that, you know, kind of give me the 411 about things, you know. Oh, she cool. Matter of fact, my sister saw her driving before me, and she a year younger than me, almost a year younger than me. And so <laughs> when when I found out, okay, well, I see how my stepmother is treating my sister, you know what, she must be cool. And then when I got a chance to know her on a personal level, and everything, you know, I saw the love and the genuine and everything. So <clears throat> sometimes the the children sometimes just automatically, you know, give the step parent not the chance or the grace that they deserve to be able to kind of prove themselves. So when it comes down to the stepfather, sometimes that stepfather, especially when he has to deal with a boy you know I would say I would say if the young lady that he end up dating or marrying if the father is uh, end up marrying a young lady that has a boy sometimes it may be a little bit harder for that stepfather to really just get to that son or that boy you know because a lot of times what we do you know the boy may want to be like his dad, the boy might have had the father active in his life, you know, and so all of a sudden he may feel like, well, you know, you, you're trying to take my dad in place. Now, that's if the biological father is in his life, you know, but on the other hand, if that biological father is not in that boy's life and that boy is used to being the quote unquote male of the house, I didn't say man, the male of the house. And then all of a sudden, here come that stepfather coming in. That little boy, like, wait a minute. I'm used to being the man of the house. I'm used to taking care of my mama. You know, I don't know you. And so sometimes that 
stepfather may have a little challenge, even though he's a quote unquote, a young kid, but in actuality, in his mind, he already had that defense mechanism up cause he was known to protect his mom. And so that might be a conflict. And also when it boiled down to it, you know, sometimes us as kids, or even I just say as boys or men, males, Sometimes it may be harder for us to really just give that olive branch or even just allow another man to come into our life that, you know, that was chosen by a mother. So when we look at it, sometimes that stepfather, sometimes that stepfather, they end up having to clean up the mess or the damages that were done by the biological father, you know, if their biological father was used to lying to the children, oh, we're going to go get some ice cream. I'm going to pick you up on Tuesday, and Tuesday never comes. You know, all these lies, all these all these hopes and dreams that the stepfather end up, you know, just crushing, never fulfilling, never being a man of his word. And so that's the image that that child sees, and that's a little boy or a little girl. That's the image that they see pertaining to a quote-unquote a father. It's not healthy, but that's their ideal of that of a father. That's what you're going to do. That's what you're going to do to me. And then all of a sudden, here come this potential stepfather that may come in. He may be genuine, but he got to prove himself even more because of the failure of that biological father. You know, and so all these things that that step up father have to do, have to prove, have to work extra harder. And sometimes, I'm going to say it like this, sometimes he can be the greatest stepfather or step up father that's known to man. But sometimes when it comes down to the children, as great as a step up father that man may be, in some children's eyes, he would never measure up to my biological father. That biological father could be horrible. He could have been locked up ever since the child was born. He was no good. No good. Not a man of his word. You know, always in trouble. But no matter what, that child have his hopes on that biological father, no matter how good that step-up father is. But no matter what, that step-up father always show love in spite of the resistance because he understand, you know what? That's, that's not really him or her speaking. That's hurt. That's hurt. One of the things I always say, a stepfather, no matter what, a stepfather has a choice. A stepfather has a choice to walk in that role. A biological, biological parent, a biological father does not. He does not. He just by law, you know, if he impregnated a young lady, guess what? He got to do it. But that stepfather, he has a choice. But you know what? He go and walk into that role regardless, no matter what. And that should be commended. You know, it's so many men that are out there right now. It's crazy, but it seems like there are more men right now 
filling in the role of a step-up father like never before. And we're not just talking about he just being with the mother and tolerating the children. No, we talking about somebody that's actually operating and willfully with joy, taking time, not just with the mother, not just with the kids, but the family. You know, he ain't got to, look here, he ain't got to wait for the mother. Hey, how about you just spend some time with, no, he's taking the initiative. He's teaching the kids about God. He's taking the family to church. He ain't sending the, he ain't sending the kids. He ain't sending the family to church. He's taking them to church. A step up father. A step up father is someone, like I said, who has a choice and also someone who's not looking for credit, but he's due credit and respect. Sometimes he deal with so much. I, I just can't emphasize the mess, the heartbreak, the disappointment that sometimes these step-up fathers receive because sometimes, like I said, no matter how great of a stepfather he is, in some people's mind, he'll never measure up to his father, to that child father. And unfortunately, it's so many times that the the biological mom, there are some, there are some biological mom to make sure, hey, look here, he's still old respect. No matter what. There are some stepmothers that will intercede, that will come in, hey, look here. That will mediate, that will try to help to make sure that it's it's a nice flow. It's a it's a easy transition because when you look at it, when a single mother have had children and the children been so used to either the biological father or being just by themselves with their mother, sometimes it's kind of hard to let go of the reins and allow another man to come in. Just being honest. But it depends on what type of man that their mother choose. And so that's why it's so important. I emphasize the importance of young ladies making sure, making sure that you choose a healthy, sane, safe young man because it's not just your right or your decision. You're not making the decision for you by yourself. You're making a decision based with your children's heart and best interest in mind too. You want somebody that's going to take the time to not just talk to your kids or talk at your kids, but listen to your kids. Being an example, you know, now true enough, you know, we all have made mistakes. And I've dealt with a lot of young ladies who have made mistakes and who have fessed up to their mistakes in who they've chose as a uh, biological father or they have, you know, had, you know, incidents where they end up getting pregnant by, in their ideal, the wrong man or whatever. Hey, we've made mistakes. God can forgive you. And God can help you with the, the consequences of your actions. But also on the same token, just because you may have chosen someone that may not have been the best fit as a biological father and you're not with them, that's why it's very important to choose wisely in who you want to date, who may potentially be your children's step-up father, step-up father, you know, 
Don't just look at, well, you know, um, uh, I, I need to get my bills paid and you're looking for a sugar daddy and, you know, he ain't going to be able to provide anything for your children. Not just financially, bypass the financial part. We talking about morality, morals, ethics, character. Because if you think about it, he going to be, your children going to be looking. Your children going to be looking at you to see, you know what? Regardless, I know who my daddy is and I know how he is, but in spite of, that's not, that's not going to define my mom. My mom still chose a great man to come in that's going to not just love her, but love us. You know, you got to you gotta break that cycle. Don't repeat the cycle. Okay, you might have chosen a young man that was a father who might not be the best choice, but can you make a better choice in a step-up father? You know, that is the decision that we have to really be proudful about. Also understand, <clears throat> these are the men that's going to have a great influence on your children, especially when they're small and they're in the same home. Because if your children is with you, your children probably going to be with the step-up father more than their biological father if y'all in the same home. That's something we have to consider. So, when it boils down to it, a lot of these step-up fathers, when I, you know, there's been times I have heard, I've, speak, I've spoken to many young men throughout my life who may have been there to really just try to take up the slack. You know, um, I would, and, and this, this is, this is something that a lot of times they really, like I said, they don't get the recognition that they deserve because to be honest with you, you know, we don't really talk about it in a positive light. We talk about it in a negative light. But in a positive light, you know, sometimes it's like, well, you know, they they supposed to do that. Well, to be honest with you, hey, the biological father's supposed to step up, step up to the plate. But a lot of times what happens if they don't step up to the plate by default, what happens? Sometimes that step up father is the one saying, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and do it. You know, there's been a lot of success stories of um, celebrities, athletes, who may have had their biological father outside of their life. But their step-up father take care of them. Matter of fact, uh, the professional wrestler Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, his actual name is, uh, last name is Steve Williams. But what he said was his last name was given to him by his step-up father his step-up father, you know. Uh, he ended up eventually meeting his biological father uh, when he became an adult, while he was wrestling. But he pretty much knew about his step-up father. So, you know, when we look at it, you know, it, it, makes us, it makes us wonder. A lot of times, some of these guys, true enough, they ain't ready. <laughs> They're not ready to be a father. Being a father is a great responsibility. It's a huge responsibility. But when you look at it as great of a responsibility that it is, that step-up father go in and say, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to take care of it, you know. So I just wanted to just, just take the day to really just acknowledge these step-up fathers. 
these temple fathers, hey, we salute you. You know, you you do so much. You're the you those unsung heroes that a lot of times we don't really just acknowledge often. Now, true enough, when you look at Mother's Day, Mother's Day, man, church be packed, restaurants be packed because they want to give tribute. And also, unfortunately, even the graveyard is packed because there are a lot of people who may not have their mothers with them any longer. And so we're going to pay tribute to the mothers, those that are still with us, taking in the restaurant, go to their church or whatever, or even to thank God for the legacy of those mothers. But when it comes down to fathers, look here, <laughs> you can call a restaurant in advance and say, are y'all, are y'all booked? They said, nope, <laughs> we got plenty of room. We got plenty of tables available. Come on in. You're like, what in the world? But I tell you what, restaurants ain't packed on Father's Day. Church ain't packed on Father's Day. But I'll tell you what's packed on, Mother, on Father's Day. The jailhouse is packed on Father's Day. This ain't, I mean, it sounds crazy. It's, it's, it's comical, but sad at the same way. You're like, man, Father's Day, man, look here. You go up there to the jail, and I know some of y'all, you don't know what you're talking about. Like I said, those that know me, hey, I, I work at the jail. Father's Day, look here. It's like standing room only. The jailhouse is packed on Father's Day. Come on, so I'm in jail. But guess what? The stepfather or the step-up-father, where he at? Sometimes he at the house by himself while the kids out, while his stepchildren out. They either doing their own thing, either they with their biological father or they doing their own thing. They hanging out. But their step up father, the one that filling in the role, the one that's teaching them how to play baseball, showing them how to do this and do that, talking to them not just about sex, but about life finances, all these things. Most of them, you know, let's just let's just say it. Men got knees too. Men got hurt. Men got feelings. You know, a lot of time we always hear, oh man, you know, suck it up. Oh me, uh, you know, uh you, you can't be weak. No, look here. Men got emotions too. Men want to be appreciated. Men want to be respected. Now, I'm going to throw this out there. And, you know, this is not just for step-up fathers, but this is just in general. One of the worst things. This is my pet peeve. This is my pet peeve. Just me being exposed. I hate to hear that phrase. Well, you know, respect got to be earned. That's a crazy statement. Some, to me, it sounds like somebody that was built that said that. Respect ain't earned. Respect is given. Respect is given for free. But we have to understand, respect should be given. Now, one thing that has to be earned, it ain't respect, it's trust. Trust has to be earned, but respect is given for free. So that's something we have to really kind of think about and change the narrative of that. Well, you know, you, you, you got you to gotta earn my respect. Uh-uh. If you go to a perfect stranger that's older than you, you don't just say, what's up, Joe? 
No. How you doing, Mr. Joe? Or if you know his last name, how you doing, Mr. Thompson? You don't just say, what's up, Joe? No, it's a level of respect. And guess what? It was free. So, the same thing pertaining to stepfathers. With stepfathers, we gotta, we gotta give them their flowers while they do, because like I said, they're doing a lot. And sometimes, not just in taking care of that that child that that's not their biological child, but when it comes down to the mom, you think about it. That man chose. He already knew in advance. He look here. Let's be real. He already knew that that children's father was a nut. He already knew that. He already knew the drama that you had with him and all that stuff. He already knew all that. But in spite of that, he said, you know what? I got this. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. You know? That's your man that did that. That's your man that loved you enough to be there for you and your children and your drama. So how about we just show him a little appreciation and acknowledgement? Matter of fact, I didn't get a chance to do this earlier. I'm going to see if I can see if I can get okay yeah matter of fact I'm gonna see if I can uh, reach over I have something I didn't get a chance to acknowledge it last week but I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it uh this week matter of fact um, I'm gonna see if I reach over let me see if I can get my little, my little device um, these we talking about stepfathers and they're dear to my heart because these are the men that oftentimes we don't give them their due. We don't give them their flowers while they're alive. We're going to start doing that. We're going to start doing that. I did this and uh, I want I wanted to bring this up. This is the book that uh, I have. A Few Good Men, A Path to Godly Fatherhood. This was my first book. This was the first book that I wrote back in, I think, in 2016. Excuse me, 2015. <clears throat> but I wanted to make sure to show y'all something. I wanted to dedicate a chapter to step the stepdaddies. I did that and I also want to just encourage the stepfathers. This not this was not going to be a long program, but I just wanted to just just talk and share my heart a little bit. Um just bring just bring it as a conversation piece. Want to have a little conversation about the stepfathers. I'm going to read I'm going to read you all what I wrote. And, um, and for also for those who are interested, I'll just say this. Um, I actually will be getting a shipment in this week. This week on my book, A Few Good Men, The Path to Godly Fatherhood. Um, I have it. To me, it's a great stocking stuffer for what I was told. It was a great stocking stuffer for the fathers, for the single men and ladies. Even though it says few good men. This for men and women, 
just having a conversation, wanted to bring up a conversation, bring some ideas, bring some healing, bring some restoring in the hearts and mind and lives of us. Pertaining to you being in a relationship, you've been in a healthy relationship, or you're going through a divorce, or whatever, male or female. I would recommend this book, and also for those who purchase it, I will gladly autograph it. Also, if you're local, if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I will personally meet up with you, take a picture with you, or whatever. For those who are interested, you can contact me, 214-908-3056, or you can go ahead and purchase it on my website at brotherprater.com. Go to the store section and you'll see it. But I'm just going to go ahead and just <clears throat> read this chapter. It's a page. But I wanted to read this part about the stepfathers. Right here. Actually, chapter 13. In closing, I want to acknowledge a special group of men, stepdads, or in some cases, step-up dads. For some children, step-up dads fill the void left by the biological father's absence or non-involvement with their children. Stepdads have the ch have chosen a path that is unpopular and oftentimes unappreciated. A biological father doesn't choose his child. On the other hand, a step-up dad has a choice he accepts the responsibility and welcomes the circumstances that comes with the child, the children's mother, and in some cases, the biological father. He has a lot at risk because he welcomes the child, but there is no guarantee that the stepdad will be welcomed by the child. Being a stepdad is more than just a title or a position. It is a ministry. It involves a lot of prayer, patience, discernment, wisdom, and love as a stepdad to help the family blend together properly. It's important for them to be before God in prayer for direction in how to raise his new family. And use, I used to wonder if anyone in the Bible could relate to being a stepdad. God led me to Mary's husband, Joseph, in Matthew 1, 18 through 25, and also Luke 2, 41 through 52. When he learned Mary was pregnant, he chose to marry her anyway. When Jesus was 12 years old, away from his family, his mother asked him, Where were you? Jesus said, I was about my father's business. In the midst of knowing that Jesus was not referring to him, Joseph taught Jesus about carpentry. Therefore, Jesus was known as the carpenter's son. Jesus' outcome displayed Joseph's influence and care for Jesus. Joseph set a great example of the ministry of being a stepdad. Joseph was the ultimate stepdad. So, 
in my closing, I want to thank the step dads as well as the step up dads. Those who had an easy path, those who were welcomed by the stepchildren, or even those who did not have a welcome mat, those who may have had a little struggle. I want you to know that we're holding you up before God. I want you to know that we appreciate you. There are some, even right now, that I can think about. There are some that I know that are very much great in what they're doing pertaining to being a step-up dad. Those that I say like this, I want to acknowledge him as a stepdad and because I, I don't know the situations of a lot of them pertaining to the biological fathers. So I don't want to um, assume anything, but I know there are a lot of stepfathers that may be on my line, those that I know personally, those that I've seen active in the children's life that are not their biological children. And I want to tell you, I appreciate you. I thank God for you. Thank God for you. Two of them that come to my mind. Ashley, both of them have the same first name. Both of them have the same first name, Derek. Derek. Both of them have the same first name, Derek. I appreciate you all for being who you are. You know, it may not be easy, but just know that God has you. And we have you up before him. I want to appreciate. There may be some that I might not even be able to think about off the top of my head. I want to tell you I appreciate you. I appreciate you. You know, um, all I can say is if you have a man, if you have your husband who is taking care of your children, that's not his, you know, encourage him. You know, also even just see if there's anything that may be on his heart. They may not, it's not saying that it's something wrong between your children and him, but he may have a concern. He may have a deep concern. He may be seeing pertaining to what's going on with your children. He may see, he may see some hurt. He may see, you know what, you know, I wish, I wish I could be able to really just, you know, beat in that biological father's head and say, hey, look here, your children need you, man. You know, you just never know what that what that stepfather may be dealing with, that stepfather or that step-up father. But if he's active in your children's life, if he's appreciating your children, hey, appreciate him. Thank God for him. Pray for him. And I'm not just talking about, you know, before you go to bed and you fall asleep, you know, no, but, you know, sometimes throughout the day or even at nighttime, just go up there to him and pray for him. Pray for him. Now, true enough, that man, he may be uh, he may be the spiritual leader. He might be the one that always pray for the family and everything. That's fine and dandy. But let's pray for that stepfather. Let's lay, lay your hands on him. Pray for, pray, look, pray for your man. Pray for your man. Not when he's away, but pray for him while he's right there. Put your hands on him and pray for him. Let him know, you know what, I appreciate you. Give him that word of encouragement because just, just life within itself, sometimes the struggle of being at work, sometimes the struggle of dealing with some sorry co-workers. Hmm, let me shut up about that. 
just the life of just dealing with a problematic supervisor or whatever. He might be dealing with uh, issues within his own family with siblings and parents and all that stuff. So whatever he's dealing with, he's there with you and for you and for the kids. Appreciate him. Let him know, you know what? Things may be going on, things may be right in your home, but it may be something wrong in his head, in his heart, or whatever. So pray for him. Let him know, you know what, baby? I appreciate what you're doing for me and my kids. I appreciate you. You know, you'd be surprised. Hey, don't be, look here. Don't be surprised if you see little water drops come out of his eyes. That doesn't mean that he's weak. Just thank God you got a man to be able to express himself. So that might be something that we really just need to do just to let the men know, you know what, man? I appreciate you. And so for us as other men, we need to do that for other men too. Hey, hey, bro, I see you taking care of your child, man. Or I see you taking care of the little boy, man. You treat him like... He's yours, man. Look here, man. I appreciate you. Other men need to give, you know, give other men their flowers. Other men their appreciation. You know, hey, you know what? That man right there, he may need a word of encouragement from a man. Because what if he didn't have his biological father in his life and he's doing the best he could to learn how to operate as a father and a stepfather? You know? So that might be something to consider. And, you know, I, and I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Um, well, you know what? I'll save it for next week. <laughs> I'll save it next week. I'm, actually, I ain't going to forget, but it was about my father. So, you know, I thank God for him. And, you know, matter of fact, I'm going to call him in a couple of minutes. <laughs> but, um, but I thank God for, you know, the stepfathers. I appreciate you. And I want you to know that there's nothing too hard for God. We want you to know that we want to appreciate you. We love you. We appreciate what you're doing. And just know you may not get acknowledged the way that you desire or the times you desire, but just know many of us are watching you, but most importantly, God watching you. And what you're doing towards that child, when you're doing things in the right way, when you're doing things right in the eyesight of God, God's word will not return void. What you instill in that child, you may not get the appreciation from that child at the time, but you keep on being persistent. Keep on being persistent because true enough, true enough, sooner or later, that child gonna understand, gonna get it. That child may tell you, I appreciate you. I may not I may not have understood then, but I understand now. But you just keep being persistent and consistent in you being who you are. Don't let the circumstances, it might be a little rough in the beginning, but don't let that change who you are because that's not your nature. We want you to know that we're here for you. You may not feel like, hey, nobody understands. You may, you may feel that way. You may feel like nobody understands you or whatever like that, but feel free. Even if you need to contact me or somebody else, contact somebody. Those that know me, hey, look here. I'm always a phone call away. I'm right there with you and for you. I'm here. I'm here. So don't ever feel like you don't have anybody to talk to. You don't have anybody to lean on. You don't have anybody around that's going to care. We care. I don't have to know you. But if you do need to reach out, if you're a step-up father, or if you're a stepfather, or even if you're a biological father, matter of fact, I'm going to throw this out there. I had this situation one time while I was at work. This inmate came up to me and said, uh, you know, 
how can I how can I um reach out to my child, my son? How can I reach out to him? You know, I had left him and his mom when they were kids, when he was young and all that stuff. I said, well, you know, I said some things. I can't remember all of it in detail. And so I eventually asked him because he was really struggling. And I said, uh, well, are they are they in town or are they out of town? He said, oh, he in the kitchen right over there. I said, your biological son, that you able to identify him? He said, yeah, I recognize him, but he didn't recognize me. I don't know. I don't think he knows who I am, but I know who he is. I said, oh, man. I said, you know what, man? I'm going to be praying for you right now. I said, you know what, man? I'll walk you over there. But I'm going to kind of keep my distance because I want to make sure that I allow y'all to have some time. And so he went, He walked over there. And from a distance, like I said, I just want to just make sure that, you know, there was not, not going to be any conflict. Because if you think about it, just imagine some man walk up to you they're going to walk up to you and tell you, hey, I know, you know, you may have had some ill feeling towards your biological father because he left you and your mom and all this stuff. I want to tell you, that person that you may be hating, that person was me. I, I was just imagining the ideas and thoughts that was going on in that boy's head. But thank God, it was peaceful. It was peaceable. So, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. You know, when it boils down to it, if you as a stepfather, if you need some help, if you need just a conversation from another man or whatever, or if you're the biological father who just need a word of encouragement, you know, whatever, feel free to reach me, contact me. I don't care who you are. If you want to talk, hey, I'm here. I'm here. And just know the most important thing at the end of the day, we're going to pray. I'm a firm believer in the power of prayer in the power of praise, in the power of worship, and in the power of obedience. But as men, let's come together, let's embrace each other. Because to be honest with you, you know, God have us to be leaders and you know what? Iron sharpens iron. We may need some help. So just know it ain't too big for us to admit that we need some help and to admit that we have failed. But the most important thing, God is a forgiving God, but he wants us to pick ourselves up and keep on moving forward. And you know what? No matter what, our children, our family, they deserve. They are entitled to us. They deserve for us to get up. They need for us to get up, not for us to stay down. It doesn't matter how many times you fall down. It's how many times you get back up. Let your last action be you being up instead of down. So as we get ready to pray, we want to get ready to really just appreciate, acknowledge the stepfathers and the stepfathers. And for those who may not be saved, if you're wondering, you know, what must we do to be saved? Do I have to wait till I get into a building? No, you can do it right now on this podcast. Romans 10 now tells us, Thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ, thou Savior, and believe in the heart that God will raise him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. In other words, it ain't hard. It ain't hard being saved. I used to think it was hard as a kid. You know, they had these stipulations and rules. But you know what? 
it ain't hard. What I found out what makes it hard is us going against or us and our will going against what God telling us to do. When we, we when our will is in the way, then it's going to be hard. Then it's going to be conflict. It's going to be resistance. But when we yield ourselves completely to God, you know what? That's the best peace. That's the best peace that you'll ever experience. Your submission, you emerge yourself. You emerge yourself in Christ. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, that doesn't mean everything going to go right, but most importantly, you got somebody with you no matter what. The song that, that um, uh, Shaka Khan once sung, Through the Fire, no matter what storm or what rain comes your way, you got Jesus right there with you to help you in spite of whatever may come. So as we get ready to pray, you may have some needs to your concerns that may be on your mind. We're going to give it to God. God told us to cast all of our cares upon him for he cares for us. He cares. He He cares about us. He loves us. And he loves for you to go to him, to reach out to him. Dear Heavenly Father, we coming to you right now. Thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We coming to you right now, God. We acknowledge your presence on tonight. We coming to you right now, God. We need you like never before, God. God, there are those who may be watching, God, who may be stepfathers, God, who may have filled in the void or filled in the gap, God, or what the biological fathers have made, God. So, God, we ask you to strengthen right now, God, the stepfathers, God. Upgird them right now, God. Encourage their heart right now, God. In the name of Jesus, give them the wisdom. Give them the insight, God. Guide them, God, so that way they can help their families be the family that you call for right now. In the name of Jesus, God, help them, God, even in their secret time, even in their private time. Reach out to them, God, and help them, God. There are those who may be hurt, God. There are those who may be misunderstood, God. We speak, God, that you comfort them right now, God. In the name of Jesus, we speak in peace upon the home right now, God. We speak in love and unity right now. In the name of Jesus, we bind everything the devil stands for. We bind the conflict. We bind the strife that the devil may try to implement right now. In the name of Jesus, we bind that confusion right now. In the name of Jesus, and we thank you, Lord, for the testimony that's coming from this. We thank you, Lord, for the productivity that's coming out of this, God. We thank you, Lord, for the purpose being revealed, God, not just to the step-up step up father, but even towards the, the kids right now, God. God, we speak in God right now, God. Let purpose be revealed and received right now in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we're speaking right now, God, those who may be uh, um, uh, in need of prayer right now, God. God, we speaking, God, that you meet every need and go to do your riches and glory right now. In the name of Jesus, God, there may be someone right now, God, who may need uh, help with schooling right now, God. We speaking, God, that you provide the avenues, God, that they can be able to have their needs met financially right now, God. God, there's someone that's uh, even trying to search for their purpose right now, God. Their purpose in life, God. We speak, God, that you reveal it to them right now, God. Lead them and guide them right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, there may be someone who may be grieving right now, God. Comfort them right now. In the name of Jesus, be with them right now, God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, 
for helping God, for massaging the, the broken people's heart right now, God. We hold up, God, the, the love family, God. Uh, Corey loving them in his family right now, God, in their time of need, God. We holding up, God, uh, the Calhouns right now, God. We holding up the, the Hortons, God. We holding up the Lynches right now, God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. The coma right now, God. We holding her up right now, God. Oh, God, we need you right now, God. Come in right now, God. Intervene right now, God. Hopkins right now, God. In the name of Jesus, holding her up before you right now, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Everyone else, God, who may have lost parents right now, God. Especially, God. Especially right now, God. Uh, um, look, look like even with our friends, God, at, from Carter right now, God. McDaniel, God. Harvey McDaniel and his family right now, God. Holding them up before you right now, God. God, let them know, God, that you never left them right now, God. Comfort them right now, God. In the name of Jesus, continue to help and encourage God. Uh, uh, Tracy right now, God. Tracy Nave, God. Upgird her right now, God. Bring healing, God, to her body, God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for restoring the hearts and minds and lives of your people right now, God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for being a hedge of protection right now, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, God, we're speaking right now, God, those who may be needing employment, God, lead them to the right place, God, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you right now, God, for removing the addiction, like somebody that's been dealing with addiction right now, God. We're speaking, God, that you take the taste of it out of their mouths right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, someone who may be lost in the streets right now, God, someone who may not know where their family is right now, God, someone who may not know where their loved one is, someone who haven't heard from their loved one, God, we speaking, God, right now, God. Bring them back in right now, God. In the name of Jesus, someone who may be dealing with addictions, God, or drugs or alcohol, God. We speaking, God, that you deliver, set them free, make them not just heal them, God, but to make them whole right now, God, and let them know that you did it, God. Someone who may have backslid right now, God. Bring them back to the fold right now, God, before it's everlasting too late right now, God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done right now, God. We praise you, God. We honor you, God. We appreciate you, God. We adore you right now, God. We thank you right now, God. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I want to thank each and every one who tuned in. I appreciate each and every one y'all uh, support, y'all love. If you want to get in contact with me, feel free to contact me on Facebook on Brother Prater, B-R-O-T-H-E-R, -E Prater, Piers and Paul, R-A-T as in Tom, E-R. You can catch me on Facebook. Um, you can see my daily devotions and you can see my videos. Also, you can go to my website at brotherprater.com. You will see my daily devotions and uh, videos and upcoming events. Also, you can go to the store section of my book where you can see my book, A Few Good Men, A Path to Godly Fatherhood. I have it for this week. Matter of fact, um, I'll make a special uh, video and announcement when I have it in stock. It should be coming at any day now. Excuse me. It will make a great stocking stuffer for Father's Day. Feel free to get in contact with me. And uh, like I said, many, 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 many uh, stories and also devotions for pertaining to just about everything pertaining to life. Also, you can purchase my other book, The Girl Who Was Her Brother's Keeper, the story about um, my sister 
uh, Sheila Prater, who was uh, tragically killed in the hands of uh, domestic violence. And so I want to thank each and every one who tuned in. And thank you so much for y'all continued prayers, love, and support. And thank you for listening to Reconnect My Heart podcast. God bless you and good night.